you. Simone, I have cuento. What's your cuento? I'm going to cuento about the encantos of her childhood. Ooh. Welcome to I Have Cuento, a podcast where a banshee and a witch make you cuento about Philippine mythology, legends, and folklore, and everything under the sun. I'm Simone. And I'm Tree. And, and we, we have, have cuento. cuento. So today's cuento is all about... Our encantos of our childhood. Encantos of our childhood. That's right. So, what were the encantos of your childhood? Well, did you... Okay. First, before that, when you were a kid, were you constantly... Uh, kind of made afraid of like encantos. Did yes. your parents always tell you that go oh, to the... sleep or yeah. else like something's gonna get you? Yeah, me. I I I, I didn't believe them before. The that. mumu. Oh, <laughs> the mumu is going to. Think. There, there, there's a mumu there. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that one. I was like a skeptical kid, but the one thing I always believed was Nuno Sapunso. What's that? You know the <laughs> one. <laughs> the what? one. Nuno Sapunso is the Encanto under a mound. Oh, I thought those were like, um, Tabi Tabi Po. Yeah, yeah, that one. I believe that so much. Like, I think it took me until like early teens to, to get over my fear of mounds, mounds because I was like, oh my gosh, there's a little man there who's gonna curse me if I step on his house. So, yeah, I believe I believed in Nuno so oh. much as a kid. Is Nuno different from Dwarf? I think it's, a, I think it's similar. Mm. It's like the dwarf, the Philippine dwarf, I guess. Duende, that's. But isn't Duende I, the Philippine think, dwarf? I'm so confused. I think we should have researched. I, I, yeah, now I'm looking back. I'm like, wait, I think we should have done more research. We should have researched. Okay. But I think, yeah, Duende is different, a little bit more general term. Nuno Sapunza is particularly amount. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm, for future episodes, I have a couple of stories about duendes. Really? Yeah. Not today. Not today. Not today. Okay. What else got you, like, interested in, like, Encantos when you were a child? Uh, I think what got me interested in mythology in general was I loved Arnold Arias' mythology class. Mm. It's a graphic novel. So good. I like the, 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 the story is, like, uh, what got me, like, into researching those kinds of things before okay i get that and, and you um i had a cousin who was much older than us she was in high school and i don't know why there was literally nothing else to do i picked up her history book and there was a little short excerpt about the iliad Ooh, yeah so that was one of the first few like tastes of um legends and mythologies uh, not to mention hercules oh so you started like greek greek yes greek and egyptian that kind of thing and it's sad because like you are introduced to your own mythology through like like how you mentioned like threats or like yeah yeah yeah. like ooh, careful Mm. because you know but thinking back there was this book um it was i think it was an adarna book honestly i can't even find it i think i know this one luigi and the i have no idea see but basically what happens is he is in there's this little boy and then he goes into the forest 
I want to say, and then he meets all these different like Ooh, encantos. Yeah. Like uh, there's a Chanak, yeah. there's a Tikbalang, there's a Capre, the whole bunch of smorgasbord of things. Yeah, I, I remember that. <laughs> and I then, remember that. Yeah. And then, and then they're all friendly. At mm. first, he was so scared, but apparently, they're friendly. And then they said, like, "Oh, if you keep us a secret, we're going to reward you." wife he gets a wife yes, yes! Oh and my then she, God. she but then she has like the mannerisms of, of each the of them like she like girl like yes she the vo- sometimes she has a gravelly voice of the capra or something yes oh yeah oh that was God. wild i was like that is so cute and up to this day i cannot find it in the bookstores what <laughs> what oh my god Okay, I'm glad because I wrote in my notes. I'm not sure if I made that up. <laughs> no, it's real. I think it says Luis or like Luigi. 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 Luis. I was, uh, oh my no, God. not Mario. Luigi. Luigi. <laughs> yeah, so uh, just like you, I heard stories as well from like yayas or mm. people who worked at the house. Um, they would tell me stories late at night mm-hmm. too when I couldn't sleep um, about stories from their province and what like mythical beings lived there and they would scare me when in fact they wanted me to go to sleep like i don't Maybe understand like, they the just wanted logic. you to stop bothering yes <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's, what, well, that's the reason well i think that's like a lot of how these myths are like formed yeah to to, to scare and to also just keep kids quiet <laughs> i know but like that didn't work <laughs> as as a human being who has their own human human being that's my way of saying i have a kid like i never thought of scaring her to sleep more like think, just go to sleep yeah i don't think scaring kids to sleep like makes them sleep it doesn't make sense anyway to sleep when you're scared anyway um so there is a basis on that in our history um but before we get to that let's talk a little bit more about the history of encantos so stories of encantos like in many other ancient cultures have been passed down through oral traditions Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so the philippines being an archipelago naturally had people all separated into groups in far-flung places until now yes like you're in QC. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm in Makati. And this was not an easy feat. Anyway, so this means that the different regions may have variation to yeah. these stories, creatures, and beliefs. But, like, if you take a look at them side by side, they have, like, they a have common s- yes, pattern. Yes, they have yeah. patterns. They have the same, like, they worship the same, um, well, obviously the sun. Yeah, yeah. And the moon. And yeah. if they were closer to the water. Yeah, yeah. They would be like water deities. Mm-hmm. And, and mountains and, you know, whatever was there. Mm-hmm. Which makes a lot of sense because that's what's there. Yeah. You know? And um, going back to scaring children. Okay. Some anthropologists have speculated that maybe the Spanish made up some of these creatures to scare the Filipino people. To subject them to submission through, you know, oh, if you go outside, uh, Tikbalang's going to. Yeah, actually, take I think you. <laughs> there's a, there's some uh, there's some background also with the Tikbalang, which is like um, 
Ah, it has something to, wor- to do with the word nangangabayo. You know that? So the Horse? creepy... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> creepy, you know, like creepy priests horse. who were like preying on young women. No. Nangangabayo sila. So it's like they're, you know, we preying on them. So that's why they say the tikbalang is half man and half horse. But it could be like, yeah. That's gross. Yeah, it is, but uh, I think that's like the main, one yucky. of the main things they're, they're thinking the tikbalang came from. Because horses aren't like, I think, Scary. super common. I, I don't know. <laughs> super common? I mean, you know, I mean, like that time before. I, no, I'm thinking they kind of were. Okay. They're like there's well, sure. a mode of transportation, right? You know, I mean, like um, pre, pre Spanish. Oh, I'm not sure. Oh God, right? We're not stupid. Uh-oh. I swear. Good <laughs> research enough. Oh my God, I did some research. Okay, wait. Let's go back. Okay, so the Span- they said that the Spanish people told the Filipinos these stories to keep them in their houses at night, mm-hmm. so that the Filipinos wouldn't come out and like try to like come up with a plan to overthrow them yes so i i actually heard this from one of my classes like Mm -hmm. philippine history classes but there are records dating from the ninth century pre-dating spanish rule recording the stories and beliefs of the filipino people okay so that's what we know about that yeah we're not stupid i promise oh my god (laughs) <laughs> we aren't. <laughs> we aren't. Uh, just most of the time, we are. We're just. <laughs> we're just bl- blissfully ignorant. <laughs> no, we're not blissfully ignorant right now. I wish. <laughs> okay, so what are encantos? We've been talking about that a yeah, lot. Yeah. According to Silliman Journal. Oh! Research! Silliman Journal from Silliman University. The term encanto derives from the Spanish word encanto. Or encantar. Gotta roll your R's. Spanish. Encantar. Which means enchantments, being spellbound, or otherworldly entities. So encantos are Filipino environmental spirits that can appear in human form. Because remember, whatever was there. Yeah. Right? So belief in their existence has likely existed for centuries and continues to this day. To this day, yes. That's amazing. I think it's one of those things that doesn't need a system. Mm. Because like religion has a system. But it's just kind of like, it's just so ingrained in our culture that we just don't really think about it anymore. We just kind of, we just kind of avoid like, mouth yes. to the ground or we avoid passing on the trees without saying tapi tapi po and all that. Because exactly. it's so ingrained and we don't, in all the systems. And we don't like balata trees at night I mean like balata trees in general they're so scary and they're so fat yeah like what's in there and then you you feel like if you put your hand in no thank you yeah oh I have so many stories popping up right now in my brain I don't want to talk about that right now anyway (laughs) so encantos have a wide variety of mythical races and can be characterized as spirits sirens woo dark beings elves and more so again it varies because people had different things in their environment yeah right so francisco demetrio hey i researched a little bit okay francisco demetrio wrote in his essay the encanto belief an essay and interpretation that encantos are most commonly known for either their malignant effects or having overwhelming influence of luck 
So that's still a thing that happens today, you know. Those um, the those that the Encanto do not favor tend to suffer in various ways. They are said to be able to cause physical harm ooh, in the form of fevers, boils, and other skin diseases. People disappearing for various amounts of time or even become susceptible to human possession. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. However, if one has an encant uh, if one has the encanto's favor, mm-hmm. they might be bought riches and power. Where are you at? Or Where like you get a wife you? who has like <laughs> who's like the characteristics of all of them. I the don't encantos. want that. <laughs> <laughs> um no thank you. Please take her away. <laughs> I don't want that guys. Thank you. I want the riches. Anyway, as mentioned earlier, encanto is a blanket term for environmental spirits that can appear as humans. They are said to live in different places in the environment, such as rocks, caves, mounds of earth, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, or trees. Like Valente. Like the Valente tree. Scary. And that's what I dug up on the history of Encantos. I'm sure there's a lot more had I, you know, dedicated more time and effort. But I'm not gonna do that today. We'll talk about we we I mean we can talk about all of those some specifics. Yeah, exactly. Like in our future episodes. As a kid, which one were you scared of the most? White lady. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. This that doesn't really count as an encanto. Mm-hmm. It's not it's really like a spirit. Like a, it's a ghost. It's a ghost. It's the ghosties, ghosties yes. you know. But I am aware that different provinces have different deities, mm-hmm. and. I am not afraid of them, mm-hmm. mostly because they're like environmental spirits, yeah, right? Yeah. And the stories that I've been told about encantos either like get you lost in like a forest, mm, yeah, and you have to like take your clothes off and put them on backwards, backwards yeah, yeah, so that you can get out. Mm-hmm. Which I have a lot of stories of, but maybe did you actually try that? No, I know someone. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, dude, I have so many stories. I have so much cuento. Oh my gosh, I can't mm. wait for your cuento. <laughs> okay, um, but other than the white lady, my grandma's house had like in the backyard there was a, a bunch of trees, and as a child you don't you, you were small so every tree was a balleta like, tree. Oh, like you know huge I mean? and scary. Exactly. So like the capra kind of. Yeah freak me out like every time i try to go back to the rooms because you have to pass through that really long hallway mm-hmm. don't know if you remember being in my grandma's house yeah it's i think it's a I long think I hallway yeah, yeah, yeah. and like there are no windows it's just screens mm-hmm. and it's like big hole in the wall yeah and you can see the garden can you imagine i can i can oh god and the thing is like with the capra you can smell it's supposed to be like the smell of um tobacco, tobacco. so if you, and then you know like when you're a kid you don't really think of like people smoking tobacco so. um i mean like i mean like it's not when at, in the night if you smell it you're just like what suspicious suspicious <laughs> suspicious well, okay, my grandpa my grandpa smoked cigars but i don't recall smelling it at night right oh so oh, that is suspicious right suspicious yeah i hate the nuno I'm so scared because I felt like if I stepped a little bit on the mound, any bad thing that would happen to me in the week is because of that. Because, you know, they keep, like, the little Nuno Sapunso, like, cursed me. 
So I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to step on it. So any, if any little bad thing, I blamed it on that. Has that it's, happened yeah. though? Like, did you step on one accidentally? Yeah, yeah, like like the, just a little bit, just like my toe touching it, and then like if I lose my favorite pen or something in the week, I'm like, oh no, he no, took no, it. Is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like the curses aren't just I'm gonna take your pen. <laughs> I'm pretty sure like they're a little more serious than that, and like the original stories, but. As a kid, that's what I thought. Yeah, because as a kid, that's the most devastating thing that can happen to you, right? You lose your favorite pen. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I still feel pretty bad about that. Yeah, right now, if that happens. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay, just me then. (laughs) Then, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. Mm, What else? Mm, I think that's... I think that's our cuento for today. Do you have more cuento? All the other cuentos that I have been thinking about can be used in another episode where yeah, we. I have. So many. our succeeding episodes can be more like specific. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm, yes. Okay, so that's it for today's cuento. Today's cuento was all about the encantos, encantos of, of our childhood. childhood. I'm Tree. I'm Simone. Welcome to I Have Cuento, a podcast where a banshee and a witch make you cuento about Philippine mythology, legends, and folklore. I'm Simone. And I'm Tree. And, and we, we have, have cuento. cuento. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, we forgot that super that? intro. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gimme. Okay. Again, again, again. Uh, I, with me. With me start. Yeah, let, have that bit is always you. Okay. Tree. Yes, Simone. I have cuento. What's your cuento? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, girl, what, what is my cuento? Is- <laughs> <laughs> and got the software chat. Okay. okay.